Um, so tonight we are going, tonight is our first midweek of 2020. Wow, you guys are fired up about 2020, huh? Um, and we have some great things in store, some great things planned. Um, you know, I hope the Lord does allow it all to happen. But, you know, sometimes God has other things in plan. So what we present tonight, uh, we're going to put a big to be determined because, again, if God decides this is what I want you to do, then that's what we're going to do. Amen. So we're hoping and praying. Matter of fact, why don't we start off with a prayer uh, and lay these plans before the Lord and then we'll lay them out. I think you'll find them encouraging. Um, I hope you do because... I'm excited about it, so let's pray. Our great and awesome Father, we come before you just once again, thanking you for every soul that's been saved. Uh, we're so excited to start the new year off with the baptism and a great one at that. Uh, we do pray that Reggie will go on to do amazing things for you and help more men at City College uh, who are searching for you, God, who are looking for answers to find you. Uh, Lord, we pray that you'll uh, bless our plans that we lay before you and before the church. Uh, Father, our goal is to glorify you, to build a church here in Harlem that uh, you can be proud of and you are proud of. And Father, we ask that you will uh, just open the floodgates, God. Send us more men and women who can help us advance the gospel and take it to places that we have yet to go in Harlem. Uh, Father, we pray that your dream will become our dreams as we move forward this year. And uh, we pray all the, the ideas and, and events and speakers and classes and all the things that we have in store uh, to build and edify and prepare the church uh, for works of service, God, we pray that your hand will be with us and your spirit will walk with us. Uh, be with us at this time. In Christ Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 So before we, get into, um, before we get into our first quarter, we're, we're going to break them down by quarters. We're not going to give you a full year because we're still uh, sorting some things out calendar-wise. So we don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves. But... Um, I do want to go back and just kind of do a brief recap of where our focus was last year, because I think that's important as well. Last year, we talked about being intentional with our growth. We covered, you know, we talked about prayer, uh, Bible study, surrender, worship, meditation, fasting, repentance, sanctification. Uh, and, and I do want to encourage you to keep pursuing growth. Don't just let that be the last year's thing. You know, if you want the notes from uh, the series last year, just let me know. I can email them to you. I have no problem with that um, because I still feel like we need to keep growing and adding to our faith and adding in these, in these spiritual disciplines. So anything we've learned last year, let it spill over into this year because that will help us move forward. Amen. Uh, now, some of us have seen some significant growth. Uh, some of us may still feel like we're stuck and we need some help moving forward and prayerfully uh, we, you will do that. We will do that this year. So I do want to encourage you, review, you know, review the lessons. You can go on the church website. All the sermons are still there, so you can listen to the sermons again. And uh, I think our midweek lessons have been posted as well. So uh, just, you know, just stay after it. Stay after your growth. Amen? Um, now, here's the thing. If we are going, we talked about this on Sunday. I don't want to really get too deep into it, but... You know, I, I do believe that we got to be really serious about going forward. Uh, it, it can't just, it can't be a good idea. It can't be something that sounds good. It can't, it, we have to really be deliberate. 
about going forward. And, and I believe that God has equipped us to do that. And we, we're responsible for the attitude about moving forward. That's something we can't control. We can't control all the circumstances and situation that 2020 has in store for us. Uh, some of us may have already started this year off in a challenging situation. And, and I'm telling you, you know, Satan does not care about the calendar. His plan is to take us out. So we have to be deadly serious about our salvation and about growing spiritually. Because at the end of the day, who's our real enemy? It's the devil. Amen? So we got to make sure that we're fighting with the tools and the weapons that God has given us. We got to make sure that we do this together. That none of us are out here trying to take on Satan alone because you will lose every time. Satan is more powerful than you. He is an angel. All right? So let's not forget that. The only one he cannot stand against is Christ Jesus. So let's make sure we're not fighting against him alone. Uh, we talked about Paul's attitude here in Philippians 3, you know, where he says, Not that I have attained all this or have already been made perfect, but I press on to take hold of what, uh, for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. Brothers, I do not consider myself to have yet taken hold of it, but one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead. I press on toward the goal. I win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. All of us who are mature should take such a view of things. And if on some point you think differently, God will help you right on out. That too he will make clear to you. Only let us live up to what we have already attained. Paul decided he was going to move forward. He was, he was going to progress he was going to keep going. He wasn't going to let anything stop him, not his past, uh, not the fact that he hadn't arrived yet. He was going to keep going forward, and he was going to help people with go, go forward as well. So our vision, again, to reiterate, the Harlem focus for this year is forward. That's all. We're going forward. Now, we're, you know, this is a great word because it's all about going ahead. It's all about movement. It's all about motion. It's nothing about sitting down and, and staying where you're at. There's nothing, you, you'll never find that in the definition of forward. You're going forward, you're not going backwards. And there's so much we can do with this. Lean forward. Uh, think ahead. I mean, there's just so much we can do uh, because that's what we want to do. We want to move forward. And so that's our focus this year. Uh, we want to move ourselves and help someone else move forward. So, amen if you grow, but wouldn't it be awesome if you help somebody else grow as well? I mean, that's how, that's, the, that's God's plan, is for us to grow and then help someone else grow. So the goal is move yourself and move someone else. All right? Move someone else forward and move yourself forward. Now, again, I talked about this on Sunday, that I believe that some are in a state of inertia. And, you know, when you think about what that is, you know, it's, 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 all, it's all physics. You know, right here, Sir Isaac Newton, when there's no outside forces, a stationary object will never move. So if there's no motivation, you're not going to go anywhere. That's just physics. Sometimes you need a little push. You saw the video we showed on Sunday. There are people who get paid to push people, to get them to move forward, to get them unstuck. You know, I, it's funny because I looked at that video and I thought, you know, that's a lot like my job. 
a lot of times I'm cramming people, pu- pushing people forward, and come on, you know, you got to get in. You don't, you don't like to push, but every now and again, that's what we need. We need somebody to get us out of our comfort zone because the growth is never in your comfort zone. It's always in the uncomfortable places. And we need somebody pushing us forward. You know, we don't want to be like that car, I'm not going anywhere unless something forces me to. That's not the attitude we want to have. We want to have, I'm going to keep going until something stops me. Let's keep going until something stops us, until God stops us. Amen? Now, when you apply the law, this law to people, it's simply the tendency to do nothing or remain unchanged. And only you can answer that question. Have you remained unchanged since you made Jesus Lord of your life? That's a question you and God can answer. And here's the good news about that. You don't have to stay there. You can move forward. I know there have been areas in in my walk, and I shared a little bit on Sunday, where I felt stuck. I felt like, man, I can't, it just feels like I can't gain any traction with with this habit. And, and, and you just got to keep believing that you can move forward. Paul did not let his past keep him from, from having that attitude. I'm going to move forward, and I'm not going to let this thing defeat me. Whatever it is that trips you up, that keeps you stuck, you can move forward. Because as First John 4 says, he who is in us is greater than he who is in the world. And we also know that First Corinthians 5 says that it's Christ's love that compels us. So we got some powerful forces moving us ahead. The only thing that can stop you is you. Because if God is in us and he's more powerful than Satan, then that means Satan can't stop you. Satan can distract you. He can throw you off course. He can deceive you, but he cannot stop you. He can't stop you unless you allow him to stop you. And so keep that in mind when you face that obstacle again, when you face that bad habit, when you, when you trip up again o- over that one thing that you seem to can't get over. Remind yourself that, wait a second, I can do all things through him who gives me strength. God says that I'm more than a conqueror. Jesus said that, that the spirit that's in me is greater than he was in the world. He said, we've already o- overcome the world. So then what am I doing here? You've got to disciple yourself out of this inertia way of thinking. Some of us have surrendered to our lack of forward progress and accepted that I'm not going anywhere. That is not the attitude of a disciple of Jesus Christ. Amen? So we're going to forward. We're going to move forward. And if you have a hard time, then somebody in this room is going to help you move forward. Amen? Don't get upset if we push you and if we add a little forward momentum. We all need it, and we're all going to get it. Amen? So, this coming Sunday, we're actually going to start a new sermon series looking at some churches in the book of Revelation. Uh, Yeah, oh, Revelation, oh my goodness. Here's the thing. You know, it's funny, it's like I, I, I kind of anticipated this. People seem to be the first, have you read the first chapter of Revelation? It's inspiring. Now, the next two chapters is like, ugh. But 
we're going to look at the we're going to look at the churches that Jesus wrote letters to, and we're going to look at the the we're going to look at the things that he encouraged that they were doing well, and then we're going to look at the things that he rebuked and said, okay, you need to change this if you're going to move ahead, and and we're going to learn some lessons from that, amen. Um, but we're we're going to move forward, so we're going to spend several weeks. Uh, we're going to take our time and we're going to look at each church and, um, and we're going to have a great time with that. Um, help yourself, help someone else. Now, I do want to encourage you that we are going to have a lot of focus on evangelism this year. Because I don't know if you've been paying attention to the news lately, but people need Jesus. People need Jesus. There, there's, there was a man who went, and in, in, in my area, he went into a synagogue and stabbed for five people. I mean, people can't even go and worship nowadays. The Bible tells us that this was going to happen. Jesus says the love of most will grow cold. So we shouldn't be surprised, but at the same time, I'm like, man. And so... We, we need to really get Jesus out there. We need to talk about it for our faith and for the faith of those who have yet to know about Jesus. Uh, because he is the only answer. Now, Ed McCall had proposed a great evangelistic idea at the men's retreat. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about it. But I think it would be a great idea for us to do with the whole church. And I'm not going to steal his thunder. I'm going to let him... Uh, you know, we're going to talk about it with the leaders to see if this is something we want to do going forward. It's very simple, very doable, and with faith, it's absolutely possible. We are, we're results of a, a, a plan just like this. And so um, over the next few weeks or so, we'll talk about that, and then we'll, we'll, um, we'll let you know if we're going to go ahead with that. Uh, tonight, I do want to talk to you about what to look forward to in the first quarter of the year. There's some calendar items that you need to Make sure you write down and take note of. Uh, very simply, we're going to be at Aaron Davis every Sunday from now until June, the end of June. So praise God for that. Amen? Uh, they like us, and, and we like them. Uh, so we're simply going to be at Aaron Davis every Sunday through June. Now, I do want to prepare you for some changes. Uh, there will be some changes to our service order. We realized last year and the year before that that the way our church order is set up is actually enabling lateness. And we also realized that we've been making decisions based on how many of the church shows up late. We're not doing that anymore. So going forward, we're going to make some changes. Some of you will love it. And some of you are going to hate it. But we're going forward nonetheless. Uh, I want to apologize to you for allowing that to happen. Because it should have never, we should have never allowed it to happen and continue on. But it's not going to happen going forward. So we're not going to spring it on you. We're going to get into the Bible because I want you to have a biblical conviction about why we're doing this. And I want you to also understand that we're not just doing this just to do it. But we're doing it because we revere God. And if we call ourselves children of God, then we need to act like it. So we're gonna, you're going to see some of those. We'll announce that later um, after we get into the scripture and build up some conviction on it. Um, now, the start time will be the same. We'll still start at 10. 
I know maybe you want 11. That's not going to change. I proposed it. I put it out there. No one wanted to go later. So I'm like, hey, amen. So I, that's, that's not me. All right. Um, but the start time will remain the same. Now, we do want to spend some time focusing on, this is our, our focus. If you didn't get that Sunday. Uh, I do want to talk about our midweek schedule. Now, we're going to do something pretty radical for our first quarter of midweeks. And we're going to trust the church to be disciples. All right? You guys bracing yourself, right? And the reason why I'm saying this is because... <laughs> I know you guys love Jesus. That's why I know we can do this with you. I don't know about other regions, but I know we can do this with Harlem. By the way, a little side note, on Sunday, do not call Lower Manhattan, Lower Manhattan. Call them the Big Apple Church. Trust me on that one. When you see them, announce it going forward, the Big Apple Church. Do not call them the Lower Manhattan region. All right? I'm just telling you. I'm, I'm warning you. All right? I'm just warning you, we, we wouldn't want anybody to call us Soha, the Soha region. So, out of respect, I've had a very uncomfortable conversation with someone about this. I'm just letting you know. I don't want you to experience what I did. The Big Apple Church will be joining us on Sunday, all right? All right. Let's move on. So, you guys ready for this radical idea? No midweeks for the first three months. Curb your enthusiasm. <laughs> there is a method and a reason for this. The first three months of the year, we're going to focus on training our house church leaders. We're going to have a very structured, we're going to have a structured time together, very practical. We're going to teach, and then we're going to practice. You can't cover that in one Sunday service. We have our, you know, we have our meetings on Sunday, and we try to accomplish a lot after a sermon. Half of you be, I, I appreciate the, the hearts you have, but I know half your brains are gone somewhere else. And so we decided that instead of trying to cram everything and all that training in on a Sunday, We'll have the, the house church leaders come on midweeks, and we'll train you. We're going to train you on very specific idols. We want, we want you guys to have an identity for your group. We want you to talk to your group after the training is over. Talk to your group about what do we want to be known for as a group. And this is the decision you can make as a group. And then later on, we're going to have a midweek where you guys get to present your group and what your group is going to be known for in a very fun and exciting way. So you, we'll leave that up to you. You guys can be creative. Um, we're going to teach you about planning events um, with your house church group, how to plan great events and actually see it happen. We're going to talk about identifying your gifts within your groups and how to use them. We talked about this last year, identifying. We're going to get specific with that as well. Um, and also, you know, talk about how to identify the gifts in your group, and how to encourage people to use those gifts. Um, sometimes they can't be used in a large church setting, but they can be used in the smaller house church settings. We're going to talk about leading great discussions. 
I'm going to help the brothers and sisters who lead discussions to keep it under an hour. All right? We're going to provide you with a template. We're going to give you some instruction. And then we're going to have you teach it back to us and to the rest of the group. And we're going to critique each other. All right? So we're going to get, we're going to get dirt down and dirty. Amen? We're going to talk about how to build family in your small groups. We're going to talk about raising up leaders and how to empower the people who have vision in your group and, and, and how to do that effectively. So we're, there's a lot we want to cover, but we can't do all that on a Sunday. So we're going to spend the first quarter, and the, the dates are up here, so you can put those, those dates um, down. Now, I, I, like I said, some things, these are subject to change. If there's a change that needs to happen, We'll announce it. We'll let you know. But for the first, um, first three months, we really want to give our attention to the house church leaders. Now, here's the other thing. If you are an aspiring house church leader, meaning that you would love to learn how to lead a house church or a small group, you are invited as well. Um, so if you, you want to learn how to lead, lead a group, this is for anyone that aspires to want to learn how to lead a small group. All right? Amen? Is that good? Now, can I get an amen that you guys are going to come to midweeks once we're done? The success of this is, if you don't come to church, then this is going to be, you know. So anyway, but I think, I think what we have in store for the next part, you guys will be excited about. So you guys got all that, right? Now, in the meantime, I know you're asking, well, well, what are we going to do? Uh, you know, what if, for those of us who aren't house church leaders, what are we going to do? Well, you're going to focus on getting people to church on Sunday, and you're going to focus on sharing your faith and studying the Bible with people that want to study the Bible. We're not going to stop sharing our faith just because the house church leaders are getting trained. All right? Get people to church on Sunday. Have someone over to your house to study the Bible. Amen? So that's what we'll do in the meantime. Now, who should be at these midweeks? Who should be at these midweeks? I already said the leaders, the house church leaders, any, any aspiring leader. Also, we're going to need teachers. We're going to need those who are uh, midweek teachers to come because we will have um, a small group of kids that will need some attention. And also, the teens will, will be here because Stephen and Hannah has a plan uh, for the teens uh, during those weeks as well. And Stephen is going to come up and present that right now. The teens thought they had a day off. They, in fact, have no days off. So I am, I am incredibly excited, actually like giddy and nervous excited um, about, about this. Uh, when I was in high school um, and in college, I had a lot of questions about God. I had a lot of questions about the world, about science and history. And I'm so encouraged that through those years, I have met spiritual men and women who had answers to these questions. Um, to just college professors, geniuses within our church that were able to sit down and teach like real sound logic uh, that made me appreciate God more, but also appreciate wisdom more. You know, uh, James 1.5 says that if, you, if any of you lacks wisdom, ask God for it, and he will give you wisdom. So what the teens are going to be doing every Wednesday, that's, I'm sorry, so eighth graders and the teens as well, and whenever campus wants to join, the, the campus will join as well. We're, we're, we're going to take some time to talk about the evidence of God, validity of scriptures, why do bad things happen to good people, 
um, logical, historical, and scientific proofs of the scriptures. Um, and, and because there's answers to all of these. And I think 2020, if people are thinking that they have answers to this stuff, God actually has answers. And I think the, 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 ch- the, the young people need to know this. Um, so we're, we're, the reason that we're, we're bringing it up to everyone here is because we're going to need the parents to kind of be in support here of bringing your kids, bringing your, your, your kids to midweek or, or just knowing that they're going to be here every Wednesday for these classes, but also that we can all be praying because when you, you know, th- this, this is potentially very powerful information um, that I think if we can get the young people of Harlem to be equipped to and even just ha- have their own questions answered and then be able to go out and, and explain to their friends why God exists through science and history and logic. I'm just so excited about this. Um, I'm praying for your support as well. All right. So, I, I also want to mention that the cafeteria, 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 will be open. So if you want to bring your friends here to study the Bible, that will be open. If you want to have your disciple times here, that will be open as well. All right. So we'll have the building open every Wednesday. So you'll have a place for disciple time and a place for studying the Bible. The cafeteria will be open. All right. All right. Now, the next thing is we do have some things coming up in January. Uh, it was already announced January 18th and 19th is the teen lock-in at Clarkstown South High School. Uh, the guest speaker there is Antoine Wills. Uh, he will actually come to Harlem that Sunday to preach for us. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. And uh, he will also, uh, he and his wife will meet with our, our youth workers after service. We'll get some time with them. They lead the urban uh, camp, uh, teen youth and family ministry in Chicago. Uh, so he'll also be doing a training that Friday uh, with some uh, youth and family uh, workers and staff people. Uh, um, so you, want, you, you can't come to that, but, you know, I'll be there and you'll benefit through me. So uh, Stephen and, you know, everyone else will be there. So January 19th, our first guest speaker of the year is Antoine Wills from the Church of Chicago. February 28th through March 1st. I'm excited about this. Dr. Ben Barnett from the uh, church in Atlanta uh, will be coming to uh, speak to Harlem that Sunday. He's speaking Sunday. And we also asked him to do a special uh, Harlem Edge devotional Friday, uh, February 28th. So, uh, you know, Doc, he's a he's, uh, West Point grad. He's one of the first I believe he is the first African-American teacher appointed in our church. Um, he has a lot of, I mean, just inspiring stories. Uh, I'm looking forward to building a friendship with him, so I'm glad that he's able to come. Uh, we were trying to get him to come last year, but the you know, schedule didn't um, allow, so he said, James, I'm, f- I'm free in February. I'll be there. I want to give you guys the time. So they'll be here February 28th through March 1st. We're going to see if we can get them to do something for the marriage that Saturday. Um, so I didn't put it up there yet because we have to confirm that, okay? So uh, definitely the Friday, February 28th, right here for the singles. And then Saturday, prayerfully, we can get him to do something, he and his wife, for the marriage, and then he'll be preaching in Harlem on Sunday, March 1st. All right? Now, I'm excited about this next thing that's coming up in April because I, I believe that this is a long time coming. A lot of you have 
express need for, um, you know, people to get some mental health training and grief training. And, and God just, you know, it's, it's amazing how God works. Uh, I reached out to the organizers of uh, Vision 2020 in, in Orlando um, to see if they had uh, anything happening for, you know, chemical recovery. Uh, because, you know, Bryn, Bryn asked me, hey, you know, we don't really see anything there for, for CR. Do they have anything? So I said, you know what, let me ask. Let me reach out. And so one person passed me to another person, and they connected me to another person. And I was introduced or reintroduced to uh, Dr. Timothy Summerlin, who started a ministry called Disciples in Motion Recovery Moving Forward. It's an emotional, mental, and grief recovery ministry that he started years ago um, that a few of our members had actually gone through. I actually read through it myself. It's an amazing program. And um, so he, I was just on the phone with him last night. Uh, he, I don't, he's, his wife Jackie may come, hopefully. Um, she's also um, a professional uh, therapist. I believe she deals with sex addiction and um, other uh, mental illnesses, but prayerfully she will be able to come as well. Um, but uh, they'll be here the weekend of April 3rd through the 5th, and we have a jam-packed weekend because they, he's coming to work. Amen? So let me just kind of give you a rundown of what to look forward to. So this program is the 6 to 8 class workshop. Um, you know, one of the first things he does is he trains uh, leaders and disciples in motion group leaders training. He has a book um, called Recovery Moving Forward that he uh, uses to help train. This is a three-hour workshop. It's aimed towards training leaders to lead Disciples in Motion ministry. Uh, disciples in Motion meets twice a year for nine weeks, usually February through May and September through November. Uh, the guidebook, Recovery Moving Forward, is available for this ministry for individuals to use. Also, the guidebook is translated in Espanol. Amen? Uh, also, uh, he does a, another class is the Grief Journey Workshop. Uh, this two-hour workshop is a visitor-friendly public workshop for all church members and their friends. It covers many essential areas of grief and how to bring our grief, our, bring our grief to God for relief. After the workshop, he will train volunteers how to lead grief groups using his book, The Grief Journey, Finding Peace in All of Life's Losses, and that is also translated in Espanol. Uh, he also has a workshop on insights of a 12-year-old uh, counseling lessons from Jesus. In this two, three-hour workshop, he will train staff and or small group leaders how to better, uh, be better equipped to help their members with normal and life and challenging life issues. This is a class that he would do on Sunday with our house church leaders uh, after service. Um, so uh, prayerfully, we'll have enough time for him to get through everything. And then also, he has um, coping with anxiety and depression and the friends who help. Uh, this 90-minute class is aimed towards those who suffer from anxiety and depression and how the church setting is the perfect place to find help. Uh, it is also useful for those friends who help. And then finally, we stand in the gap, uh, understanding suicide ideation and what to do about it. This workshop is designed for teens and campus leaders or any leader to know about suicide ideation and what to do when confronted with this. It includes a suicide protocol used in ICOC churches. So 
This is happening April 3rd through the 5th. Everyone's welcome. Uh, we do, we would like to meet when this is getting closer to the event with anyone that's interested in being trained uh, to, to do one of the two, uh, the grief workshop or the disciples in motion ministry, uh, because we do want to get something like that started in Harlem. As you guys know, over the past few years, we've lost members and we've lost family members. And some of us are still dealing with the effects of grief. Uh, some of us have had challenges emotionally and also mentally. And, you know, uh, you know, John Markowski and I, we actually got uh, a training in um, mental health emergency. And one of the first things they mentioned was that usually a person doesn't go for help until 10 years. After 10 years, uh, they get diagnosed. And the first place they go is church. They go to a place they feel safe. They don't go to a clinic. They don't go to a hospital. They go to a church. And so it makes sense for us to be prepared on how to help people who are coming in with emotional and mental health issues. Now, this is not, let me just clarify, this is not certifying you to be a mental health professional. <laughs> We're not cutting corners. You're not going to become a licensed therapist by attending this workshop. This is just to set up a ministry like CR, uh, just to help people move forward. Amen? So I want to make that clear, all right? Amen. You guys excited about this? Amen. So I know this was big, and uh, I'm glad God opened the door for this to happen. All right? Just a few more things, and then we're going to wrap it up. Uh, special contribution, June 2020. So we can uh, just put that. We'll get the date, the, um, the exact date. You know, last year, I do want to say I'm very proud of the Harlem Church. Last year, Harlem gave $91,291. Now, we announced last year that, you know, the goal going forward will be 10 times our weekly. Harlem gave 9.5 times our weekly last year, which shows you that it's, it's doable and that it's not as, as, as intense as it may sound. We actually were just right there. And uh, so... We can do it. In 2018, just to show you guys how we moved forward, how we grew, we collected $89,622. And so God has really blessed us. Now, all that being said, I absolutely we can believe we can do this. We want to encourage you, just like Paul said, to set aside an amount that you are pledging to give before, to, before the Lord right now. And the reason is, because there's another big thing coming up this year. Vision 2020. It is not cheap if you plan to go. Okay? Now, if you ask me, James, should I go? Should I give? I'm not going to tell you what to do. All, I'm gonna, all I am going to say is that my priority, whenever there comes to conference or whenever there comes to anything that's, that's about whatever, I'm always going to prioritize special contribution. I'm not going to cut corners on that. Um, I'll find a cheap, cheaper way to get to Orlando, but I'm not, I'm not going to cheat God on that because those, that, that money goes a lot further, and, and, um, and there are a lot more souls that are depending on our special contribution. Again, Haiti is totally dependent on, on New York. Um, you know, Zalika and I have been in contact um, 
with the, uh, the couple that leads the church there, and they're great needs. The whole country is on lockdown. And, and they, were not able to per- they were not able to buy food. And, and so it, it's, it's a, you know, it's a, they were, they're facing a crisis. And when you're dependent on someone, you're, you're relying, you're basing your budget and everything, your operating expenses, where you can meet, who you can hire, what you can and can't do, they're depending on New York. Uh, so I'm not going to cut corners on that. I'm, we're going to give our what we pledge before God, and, and, and that's just how it goes for us. So I do want to encourage you. I would, I would prioritize that. Now, that being said, if you do plan to go to Orlando, then it makes sense to take some time and really think through the cost. Now, if you go to the website right here, you'll, you'll come to a, if you go scroll down to the bottom of the page, You'll find this link, uh, this, uh, this little module right here, Travel Budgeting, and you can plug in the numbers, uh, and it will give you a total of how much you can expect to spend on your trip there. It asks you questions such as, you know, how much do you plan to spend on flights? Uh, how much is your hotel fee each night? How much do you plan to spend on meals? And it gives you, like, different options, you know. Uh, and you can plug in what you think you're going to spend daily on meals. Are you planning to visit anything? You know, put that in there. Are you planning to rent a car? How much do you plan to spend on travel insurance? So it's very detailed. And then at the end, you calculate it, and it gives you a total. When I did that for our family, <laughs> let's just say I had to pray. <laughs> I want to drive. So I, I, that could knock a, a good, deep, you know, a nice little chunk off of our number, but, you know, pray for Sister Zalika. <laughs> uh, but I'm like, Lord, Jesus, all right, amen, increase my faith, because we're not going to budge off our, con- our special contribution, but this money's got to come from somewhere, so amen. We're going to be cutting back on some things. Uh, so it's, it's smart. Use the budget calculator. It gives you an idea how much you, you can expect to spend. And also, not far after we return from Vision, uh, also if you, can, if you click on, um, I believe it's one of the resource links, you'll also find that they do have discounted tickets to the theme parks, Walt Disney, Universal, SeaWorld, all that stuff. Um, so, you know, um, what, one of the things that we're planning to do is just to make it a family vacation. So that will be our family vacation, the conference and maybe a few days walking around Disney. <laughs> I'll show the kids the gate. See, this is where, that's where Mickey lives. That's where Donald lives. So at least we can say we've been there. Because I don't know. I don't know if we're going to be able to afford to go and say hi. That park, if you guys have never been there, man, oh my goodness. Anyway, so, Yeah. Just pray. Pray for, some, pray for some free stuff. Discounted tickets, you can go to that, that web page, all right? Uh, and lastly, we do have some camps coming up, amen? <laughs> Team camp, August 16th through the 22nd at Camp Tawanda. And then pre-teen camp, August 23rd through Friday, August 28th. Remember, it is a day short. 23rd, okay? Teen camp is Sunday to Saturday. Pre-teen, young teen camp, Sunday to Friday. All right? Just make sure 
You remember that? Uh, Preaching Young Teen Camp will be back at Camp Iroquois Springs. So that hasn't changed. And I do believe that is it. So if you guys have any questions, you can come see us. Uh, but that's it for, for now for the first quarter. We will be giving more details to these events and uh, different things as they approach uh, closer to the date. And we're going to close out with the word of prayer. And you will be on your way. Let's pray. Uh, great and awesome Father God, we want to thank you uh, for being a part of a church, for uh, allowing us to serve a church that can take three months off of midweek and come back with excitement in their hearts and, uh, and just, just really looking forward to it, God. Um, we're, we're so grateful that we have a church that hungers to know you, uh, a church that's so compassionate that they will do anything for one another. Uh, God, I, I'm so grateful to be a part of a church where we can uh, learn and we're hungry to learn and we're eager to take what we learn and, and, uh, and, and use it to help those in need. Um, Father, I'm so grateful that we're a part of a church that sees the need uh, for those who are struggling with mental health il- il- illnesses and, and other addictions and they do something about it, Father. They don't just, uh, just refer each other to someone. They, they do something about it, God. There are people in our movement who have given up practices and careers so that they can devote their full time and attention to meeting the needs of disciples. And I'm so grateful to be a part of a church uh, that loves that deeply, God. Uh, Father, you know all the plans, again, that we have. Father, we lay them all before you. We lay before you uh, the World Discipleship Summit. We lay before you our special contribution. I pray that Harlem will knock it out the park this year. God, um, I pray, Father, that we, we lay before you the camps and, uh, and all that goes into that. Father, we pray for all the things that we have yet to introduce uh, that we are still praying about and waiting for your, uh, your approval on God. And, and we ask that you will just... If there's something we're not thinking of, Father, if there's something we're overlooking, a need, uh, we pray that you will bring that to light uh, sooner rather than later. And, uh, God, we pray that you'll bless everything we do. And we thank you right now for all the lives, all the souls that you'll add to the Harlem region this year. And we're grateful for the ones you've already done. Uh, Help us all to get home safely. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. 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 You're dismissed.